I hope you're ready. Here comes some hot takes, some smack talk, and some absolute nonsense. It's season four. Welcome to the Joint Practices Podcast. With your host, Sean Lamont. I was waiting for woo, 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 Kenny, woo. Steve Knox. Sean versus Elijah action on Fucking A, I unplugged my headset again. <laughs> Here we go, kid. Time to shine. Clamor slammers. And that's not what it said. I'm going to tell you a worse story than that right now. <laughs> I literally poured milk onto my testicles. Welcome back to the Joy Practices Podcast. This is the podcast for fans, by fans, that's fans like me. I'm your host, Sean Lamont, on Twitter, at 11thegoat. Joining me tonight, as always, my two co-hosts with the most, the man with the giggles and the wiggle, Mr. Elijah Arnold. <laughs> Good evening. We're playing, it, we're playing it straight tonight. No jokes, no fun. Well, football and facts. And the OG Olive Garden pimp, Mr. Snippy Longstockings, Steve Knox. You talk like this now. <laughs> Steve, congratulations on your successful uh, penis removal. Hey, thanks. <laughs> hey, YouTubers. <laughs> all right, a little bit of football news, a little bit of fun. We're going to mix it all in. Put it in a bowl, call it separated jello. <clears throat> Where we start, nobody knows, but it's Steve's show tonight. So, Steve, spin the wheel of destiny. Yeah. So, uh, Calvin Ridley. Apparently made the worst bet in NFL history. Bet only $1,500, as he said in a tweet. Um, it's going to cost him about $11 million in salary next year because he's suspended for the 2022 season. At the very least, the 2022-23 yep. season. I mean, he becomes the fifth player in NFL history to be suspended for um, betting while being employed by a team, which very frowned upon clearly by <laughs> by the nfl so yeah you're not allowed to do it it's not allowed and everyone knows it's not allowed and it's never been allowed yeah if anybody recalls josh shaw was the last player to get suspended back in 2019 that's and the like, same guy who jumped recently? out of a window right when he was in college no I usc maybe maybe uh 50 bucks on red wasn't such a good idea there henry <laughs> It is um, pretty interesting that the Falcons knew about this back at the beginning of February, and multiple teams had reached out to them trying to get a deal done for a trade for Ridley, and they basically told them we're not listening to any offers currently because they already knew his situation and how it was probably going to affect his ability to play next year. So that's uh, they did it in good faith. That's yeah, it's pretty pretty cool by them. Pretty pretty cool dudes. Could have fleeced somebody out of a second or third round pick. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> well, he's not going to make any money this year, but oh, mamacita. Some people are going to. NFL cap for 22 was announced at $208 million, which is a lot of money. I'll take $1 million out of that, just as my... 
salary for the year for doing this podcast. The NFL supports us now. Thank you. One million <laughs> for each of us, by the way. I quit. <laughs> I think that's up like 25 million from last year's salary. Yeah, it's up quite a bit, which it's supposed to balloon even more because the new TV deals kick in yep. in the 2023 season. So it should be real interesting to see what happens there. Well, yeah. And not to mention that, you know, with rollovers and whatnot, the Jaguar, the Jaguars will have the highest cap figure in the NFL. They have 234 plus million dollars in cap space due to rollovers. <clears throat> the Eagles Wait, are cap space. Yeah, that in cap total rolls cap over. number, not yeah. in cap space. Right. Total, total cap number. number, like the ceiling they can hit this year. 234. Correct. With rollovers, the Eagles cap is adjusted to 224.4. Vikings are at 209.8. And the Patriots are at 210.1. So it looks like we all rolled over a little bit. There are eight teams who actually have their adjusted cap under 208 million. <clears throat> they I think the Rams are at the bottom at 201 million baseline salary cap. So what you're telling me is the Eagles will not sign anybody I want in free agency, even though they have money. <laughs> Probably okay. true. Correct. <clears throat> oh man. Before we move on towards the franchise tags and whatnot with the, uh, <laughs> anybody watch a combine? No, I watched quite a bit of it. There is a Eagles personality on Eagles Twitter. His name is Giovanni. He's 14 years old. He has a podcast, and it's hilarious. It's fun. I like it. Cool story. They invited him on NFL Network, right? They had him up there during drills, and Rich Eisen asks him, hey, uh, maybe Howie Roseman's listening. What would you uh, say to him right now? <laughs> on live TV, he goes, Howie, for the love of God, draft a linebacker. For the love of God. <laughs> and Eisen and Daniel Jeremiah dying laughing because they know they have it on, <laughs> NFL Network on in the freaking booth. Howie's probably rolling on his freaking floor laughing too, even though it sucks. <clears throat> Fun story. Favorite part of the combine. How about the combine 40 times, huh? Those were nice and not even remotely close the first day. Now the turf was running a little fast, huh? I noticed like everybody was like 4-3, 4-2, 4-4. Wow, what the fuck's going on? And then they announced the next day that nobody was even close to what they ran. Yeah, this was the first year they had a new timekeeper. Yeah, the, the NFL uh, network was not calibrated or something. I don't know if it was... A if it was the NFL network, if it was the guy like working the combine, whatever it was, but yeah, somebody was brand new to the job. So it didn't look very impressive. And then actual numbers come out. Not quite as impressive, but this is a very fast draft class. Very. Especially when you got 340 pound defensive tackles running like four eights and four six, whatever it was. Stupid. There was all that. Defensive lineman, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he ran a faster 40 than Patrick Mahomes did at defensive tackle. Oh, yeah. Well, Patrick Mahomes wasn't, didn't exactly run a very fast uh, 40 right. time. I mean, for he wasn't like a blazer. A mobile but... <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> All right. Franchise tags. The deadline is tomorrow, March 8th, 4 p.m. So far, I think we only know three. 
Jesse Bates, the safety from Cincinnati. David Njoku, tight end from Cleveland. Orlando Brown, the tackle from Kansas City. And there goes any hope of David Njoku coming to join Dallas Goddard as a Philadelphia Eagle. I think or that was Jesse one of my Bates joining the, uh, yeah, joining the Vikings. Did you want Orlando Brown, Elijah? I'm uh, sure they would love him. I I would have, yeah. Um, my favorite part about these prediction shows is when everything goes wrong. I mean, it was just like, what, last episode we did all our pipe dreams and whatnot, and they're already that is correct. frozen pipes. Yep. Uh, my My pipe dreams now are ruined. We may see a few more franchise tags. We may not. Thought maybe Chandler Jones would get it in Arizona. Doesn't look like it. I know the Eagles aren't really throwing that thing out there. They don't need to. Vikings, probably the same. Patriots, probably the same. Let's say the Vikings have only used the franchise tag three times in their <laughs> franchise's history or since the, the uh, beginning of the franchise tag in the late 90s. So the likelihood they franchise tag anybody is slim to none. Steve. It's time for the Topic Boners. I'm sorry? What, the Vikings have fired their head athletic trainer, Eric Sugarman? That is correct. Turns out he was a real piece of work. Mm, That's one word for it. See all the... Adenabo? That's the one I was going to bring up. Go ahead. Yeah, he... uh, Said in his rookie year, got injured, was then placed down to the practice squad, went in to get treatment, and Sugarman said to him, wow, I wish I got paid six figures to only show up to work three times in a year, and then never gave him any attention after that. So one of the many stories he said were floating out there. So Sugarman was also the guy that brought COVID into the building last year, so. So he's a real, real good dude. Very good. Yeah. Uh, how often these stories come out about athletic trainers? Emmanuel Acho left the Eagles. Earl Wolf left the Eagles. Those guys did not have pleasant things to say about the former training staff. They're all gone now, but far too often we hear these stories about these psychopathic strength and conditioning coaches and I get it. These guys make millions and millions of dollars, but they are human. You know, they do feel pain. No matter matter how much tortorol you inject into their rectum. Wait, that's not where you inject it? That's not where I inject it. I knew that trainer was lying. (laughs) That also wasn't tortorol. (laughs) Uh, Aaron Rodgers being offered market-altering contract by... The Green Bay Packers. When I hear that, I think what is fully guaranteed. Well, like, well, who knows? What else right. is there? So this is this is the first thing I'm going to have a strong opinion about. Um, the Green Bay Packers are pathetic, right? So Aaron Rodgers has done nothing but piss and moan about the Packers, how terrible they've been to him, all of his lost opportunities, despite having probably the top one of the top three wide receivers in the NFL, despite having above average running backs, despite having a left tackle that uh, if isn't in the hall of fame at the end has been 
top tier in the league. And he just complains and complains and complains. And then he's, he's, he's 38 years old. He looks like a, like a hippie from New Mexico. It's going to go off on a goddamn, I don't know, vision quest. Now he's breaking up with Shalane Woodley. They're back together. He's just, he's the worst. And just because he's not bad, he's, he's good at football. I'll admit it. He's great at football, but he's the worst. He's such a, He's the worst. And, and you're going to do a market altering contract at 38 years old. So if it's fully guaranteed and it's two years, that's not market altering, is it? Because uh, Tom Brady got pretty close to that. Yeah, the reports were three to four years. So three to four years, fully guaranteed. The like he doesn't want to be your girlfriend anymore. Green Bay. He wants he wants to move on. I think he wants he another does. sexy piece. I think this like news breaking or them reaching out or whatever is a complete relief to him because from what all other reports say, the Broncos are really the only other team that are looking to actually make a move to try and bring Aaron Rodgers in. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to go to the AFC West. He doesn't want to contend with Patrick Mahomes twice a year and Justin (laughs) Herbert twice a year. Of course he doesn't. (laughs) Because he's yeah, a little white exactly. bitch. Exactly. He's scared to go out there, and this is just right up his alley. So it's, I mean, it's, it's perfect for him. And we'll see, you know, I don't know. The Packers are still like $25 million over the cap with, what, four days to go, five days to go until the league year starts. So if they're going to give a market altering contract to Rodgers and potentially – uh, franchise tag Devonte Adams. Like, where is the rest of that money coming from? That's, you're not going to have a roster. No, you're not going to have any roster. You you'll probably make the playoffs because Rodgers will make the playoffs on his own. But then you'll be in the exact same spot just to keep around an indigent little. Uh, uh, I don't. It's tough to to temper myself and not use really bad words. You know, like sometimes I have to slow down. Um, he is so unlikable. He's so terrible. He's such uh, a diva in the worst way. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. He's already 38. Now, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady has kind of moved the needle on ages of quarterbacks, but I'm not sure if, if uh, good old Aaron Charles Rogers taking medical advice from Joe Rogan is going to have the uh, wherewithal to to play to 44 or 45 at a high level. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. Joe Rogan is a person, but I, I, I hate it. I hate him. I hate it. I don't particularly like the Packers, but I wish they would move on. I think if Aaron Rodgers were to go anywhere, it would be to the AFC, probably the AFC East. And I would say, put me in Miami where it's nice out all the time. I win that division easily with that roster and that defense. I see you looking at me, Elijah, but put it's not even about the it's not even about the Patriots. But to say putting Aaron Rodgers on the Dolphins wins the division easily, I think, is a real shot at the Bills. Yeah, the Bills are going to take a step back. So, okay, why? Why? 
because they're losing their greatest receiver in Cole Beasley because he's going to prove a point. He's currently in a tractor trailer truck driving around the beltway. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, they they don't want to go to the Capitol because they don't want that Nancy Pelosi to frame them (laughs) incorrectly, (laughs) right? (laughs) Come on, Elijah, get down dirty with a blood. No, I can't start yelling about stuff like that let's keep it light boys yes let's keep um, it light let's move on to the next topic be professional like penis now i hope they trade him for a handful of covid vaccines all right moving on we gotta can't get political all right next topic covid is no longer real <laughs> the nfl announces no protocols no testing no mask nothing just go about your day that bleeding from the anus completely normal so I'll probably differ from you two a little bit. And it's probably dangerous to say, I don't care what the NFL does at this point. I really don't. <laughs> All the NFL players have had a chance to get a vaccine. If they haven't done it and they get it and they get sick, I no longer care. So I don't care if they get tested. I don't care if they have a vaccine mandate. Uh, Darwin will take over and... <laughs> That's where I'm at. And there's reports that uh, there was a good portion of the Patriots roster had uh, had COVID running through it during their playoff game with the Buffalo Bills. So clearly it's under control now. So well, yeah, the, you didn't the see anybody, game and they anybody important yep, miss any significant playoff time. So yeah, whatever. If you're going to run it as a farce, then just open it up. Let's have 25 minutes. Overtime periods as well, where you just play till the end. I think that's a pretty cool idea. Because fuck player safety. I mean, they've been saying that for years, but... Brian Greasy, no longer with Monday Night Football. Moving to the Bay, San Francisco's new quarterback coach. And I think this is a win for everyone, because I didn't think he was that great. Lewis Riddick, also from Monday Night Football, getting GM interviews, most recently with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that begs the question, and I'll start with you, Elijah. Build me your ultimate Monday Night Football team. You're talking broadcast? Broadcast. Okay. You need your your two announcers, and then you need your sideline reporter. Sure. Sure. Uh, Announcer number one. Jim Nance. Solid. Love Jim. He does the Masters every year. He's, it's just nice to listen to him. Uh, then the color commentary guy. Albert Hainsworth. Uh, no idea what he's up to. Probably not great. <laughs> but we're going to put him up there. No training ultimate? at all. You're not even putting him on the sideline? <laughs> no, no, he's in the booth because the sideline is going to be even better. Uh, so the sideline, we're going to put... Um, let me think for half a second. On the sideline, we are going to put Charles Barkley. He doesn't know enough about basketball to be on that show, and then you're going to put it him on the sideline. doesn't matter. Do you know why it doesn't matter? Because... If you still listen to announcers for information, I, I've got nothing for you. Like who I a lot of people, probably old people still listen and they care. 
most of the time I have it muted because I'm doing something else because we live in a world where you're always doing something else. It doesn't matter. Do you know how much these people are making? It's insane. They're making like seven or eight dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You could just pick a. I think they should do a random rotating booth where it's just a fan from both teams. <laughs> so you got, I don't know. All right. You got that Jim call Nance. was bullshit. I take it back. You got Jim Nance and then you have one fan of each team randomly drawn from the stadium crowd. And those are the announcers. <laughs> they pick them straight out of the beer line at halftime. Yeah, that, that would be even better. Let's go over That's to Bubba this. J. Wallace yeah. to get uh, his <laughs> opinion on the Raiders. <laughs> oh, Bubba Wallace, a NASCAR driver? Yeah, probably. Yeah, and he's just like, fuck the police. And it's like, all right, now back to you, Jim. <laughs> Steve, how about you? What's the recap of Elijah's? Okay, I took Jim Nance, <laughs> Albert Hainsworth, Charles Barkley, and then two random drunk fans. <laughs> Try beating that idiot. Well, I guess we'd have to go Al Michaels and John Madden. That was the best pairing that they've ever had. So we're going right back to that. Uh, That would be fantastic. We could take dead people. (laughs) Just says build your ultimate Monday night football team. Doesn't say they have to be alive. All right. I want another shot at it. (laughs) And then our sideline guy. Tony Saragusa. The goose. All right. For me, play by play, be Mike Tarico. He was awesome when he was on Monday Night Football. The fact that they let him go to NBC to not be used is ridiculous and upsets me every time. He gets on that occasional doubleheader. Uh, what's it called? Thanksgiving. But I think he should be back on Monday Night Football. And if we weren't taking character into account, I would pair him back up with John Gruden. But, you know, yikes. So I wouldn't do that. I would actually do Mike Tarico, Michael Vick. And then on the sideline, you ready for this? Elijah, are you ready for this? Yep. Elijah Arnold. Bam! That would not be a good no. But the thing is, is every time they go down to you, you have to like chug a beer and then give your report. (laughs) All right, I'm in. So by like the third quarter, the punter, he was this fucking guy over here. Who are you? Fucking punter. Get out of here. What was I saying? You think I'm some little lightweight? I'll get through it. Hey, how about you give me the best free agent signing of your team in the last five years? Malcolm Jenkins. I don't think it's close. We don't win a Super Bowl without Malky J. Mine is also related specifically to winning a Super Bowl, and mine's Jason McCourty, and he played fine. But realistically, it came down to a single play he made against the Rams in the Super Bowl to stop them from tying it up. So Jason McCourty. Also, the Patriots don't have a ton of good free agent signings. That made it easier. (laughs) Yeah, I can't even think of one for the Vikings, and we didn't win a Super Bowl, so I can't even make something up. <laughs> uh, someday, Soupy. Mike Zimmer's go new with, girlfriend. <laughs> Let's go with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> the only one I can think of. That Sorry. Has been productive whatsoever. 
What is your opinion on the Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer debacle? What debacle? The <clears throat> fact that they just didn't have success together? No, the fact that uh, it was reported that Zimmer soured on Kirk Cousins a lot in season and blamed a lot of situational losses on Kirk. Coupons. Yeah, well, as a defensive head coach, I'd like him to explain why they were 26th, 29th, 30th, and 22nd in the league in uh, overall defense for the last four years. Don't think it had anything to do with the quarterback. It's because they got rid of Jonathan Gannon. Got rid of Jonathan Gannon. They lost it, man. He just <laughs> he couldn't hold on to a an offensive coordinator. I think he had eight in the what ten years that he was there. It, uh, I mean that doesn't do well for continuity on offense. First of all, we're changing the, the scheme and everything every single year, but. He was literally the guy in charge of the defense, and they couldn't fucking get it together. <laughs> like five of the last six years, he was there. Just a goddamn mess. Not to mention the defensive-minded you know, label he gets, and he can't produce corners either. He can't. Uh, he he drafted eight corners. Yeah. None of them are going to be on the team after next after this this coming season. So that didn't go well. Nope. And that was in the first two rounds, by the way, that he's drafted those. But yeah, I mean, Trey Waynes, him, him and Spielman, some of the dis- decisions that they made, like promoting Clay Kubiak to the offensive coordinator last year, like absolutely insane. The guy just got the job as the assistant quarterbacks coach in Vegas. Not even the quarterbacks coach, the assistant. So that's how highly everybody else thinks of him, especially after his play calling last year. So, I mean, I can't, I can't place the blame solely on Kurt Cousins. Um, I mean, you gotta, you have to play with what the, you know, the coaches give you, and the GM gives you. It's that's a drop. Yeah, it's tough. It's. I just think, like, given a a better situation, I think the hate on Kirk Cousins would probably probably be a lot less than it is now. But as big of a mess as they had made that team over the years, it's like, Jesus, if they couldn't draft wide receivers, they'd be completely fucked. So one good thing that Spielman was able to do was evaluate wide Philadelphia receivers. Philadelphia Eagles weren't complete dummies. Also true. Speaking of hands, you got some small hands in the uh, quarterback draft, huh? Oh my God, they were obsessed with hands on the NFL broadcast of the combine. That's all that. Well, this guy's hands are too big. This guy's hands are too small. He's going to have trouble holding on to the ball. He's going to. Shut up, dude. It's like Dak Prescott has the largest hands in the league right now. And he also leads the NFL in fumbles over the last four seasons. So I don't really think that means that much. Did he really pass Daniel Fumble Jones? Cockabug, Doug screaming, oh, cobwebs. I did not know that. Haha, ha, Dak sucks. Go eat your Campbell's chunky soup. <laughs> hey, Elijah. Good evening. We are in the off season, right? We're approaching slow season. We have free agency coming up, the draft coming up. But right now, I want you to give me your, I don't know, three to five. Favorite football movies. 
three to five favorite football movies. We have got The Replacements with Keanu Reeves. We've got Any Given Sunday mm-hmm. with Al Pacino. Uh, we've got The Waterboy, obviously. I am doing this sight unseen, too, so I know I'm going to miss big, great football movies. Uh, we've got Rudy. Uh, that's four. And number five favorite football movie is Little Giants. Oh, hit him with the Little Giants. Uh, what? Little Giants definitely on the list. Waterboy definitely on the list. Um, we are Marshall. That's pretty good. Um, ah, shit, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen any. Varsity oh. Blues. Ooh, that was a good one. I'm going to hit you with one you might not be thinking of, but it's must-see for me. The program. Good movie. Good. What about draft day. I was, I was I've never seen okay. it. I always want to watch it, but I haven't seen it. You know what shouldn't be on the list? Blind side. That movie Didn't is see terrible. That one either. I've heard it's not very close to his actual story either. Hey, here's one for you. Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah. And let's round it out with probably the greatest football movie of all time that nobody talks about. Starring Tony Danza, <laughs> the garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. Why isn't that on Disney Plus? Elijah, there's rumors I... that uh, Woody Johnson's interested in buying uh, the Chelsea Football Club. How would you feel about your boss's name being Woody? Uh, I would, I think I'd be okay with it. Cause like everyone has the name, like my name's Elijah. That's pretty weird. All like, right. Let me, let me compound that. How would you like your boss's name to be Woody Johnson? I'd like it even more for two are reasons. Are you saying Woody or Woody eat? No, Woody. Okay. Both are fine. Um, okay, so Chelsea, first off, fuck Chelsea. That's fine. All right, now we'll move on. Um, they're going from if it is Woody Johnson, and I understand that it's two names that have to do with penises, penile, penile, whatever the plural is, penises, yes, penises. Um, they're going from Robin Nebra, Robin Abramovich, and he has to sell because he's Russian and. I won't get into politics here, but Russian do bad. Um, so going from a Russian oligarch to an American whose name says penis twice seems pretty cool, right? Imagine the chance that people from London that are blitzed on a Saturday morning at a soccer match can come up with about a man whose name is Woody Johnson. They're better at coming up with songs and chants than us. Like, we were just like, <laughs> Woody Johnson, what a piece of shit. And they'll have, like, full-on songs about Mr. Johnson and his Woody. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then just a real quick follow-up, fuck Chelsea. Correct. <laughs> All right. 
that's probably going to wrap it up this week on the Joint Practices Podcast. Podcast for fans, by fans. That's fans like me, Steve, and Elijah, and you, the listener. Thank you very much. If you left us a comment on iTunes recently, thank you. That's very sweet of you. We really appreciate it. Hey, wherever you're listening, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, tune in, rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends, and come back again next week for another Super Lunary. That's that first stop. I'll let you say that guy's name because you like to say Come it. Granny Larson, I'm sure she'd love to hear it, so yeah, she'll love all the swear words and dink jokes, it'll be great. Join, 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 join